It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Special postcast edition of Locked On Cougars. I'm Jay Catch, your host here. BYU basketball, number 23 team in the country, upsets number two Gonzaga 91 to 78 at the Marriott Center. And it was about as crazy an atmosphere as I have seen at the Marriott Center since the days of Jim Burnett. I'm going to be joined by Sean Walker here momentarily to talk about it, some of our takeaways from the game. So let's get to it. This is Locked On Cougars, special postcast edition as the Cougars down the Bulldogs. NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks again for joining us here on Locked On Cougar Special Postcast Edition. Joined now by Sean Walker from KSL.com. Sean, the Cougars did it. From the cheap seats. From the cheap seats, yes. From the cheap seats. (laughs) Sean and I had a bird's eye view of tonight's upset from our seats high up. Bird's eye view or mole's nose view or everywhere over, under, around, in between. Nosebleed. I I watched about three and a half minutes of this game from between a referee's legs and then underneath Killian Tilly's backside. Solid. So shout out to Brandon Despain. You got a you got a you got a real close up view then if that's if that's what you're doing, but Sean ninety 91- this was wild yeah this was absolutely wild Jake. okay let's start off there Sean sold out Marriott Center tonight Eight, uh, uh, eighteen thousand nine hundred and eighty seven is the official tally yeah um, I don't think that also counted like stadium workers and concessionaires and like everybody who literally like emptied the concourses and was just packed into like tunnels underneath and everything uh we watched for part of this game from there like i don't think that's part of the official attendance but maybe it should be like it was crazy like student ushers that were crowding up behind me as this game was drawn to a close it was the the only (laughs) game i can recall that was this packed and this Mm -hmm. loaded inside of the marriott center uh was um, it was right after I came home from my mission, mm-hmm. and I'm at BYU. I'm a sophomore. I think it's my sophomore year at BYU, sophomore, yeah. junior year at BYU. Uh, BYU brings in Wake Forest. I was at that game, too. I was going to bring up yeah. Wake Forest. Uh, uh, they were top, Wake Forest was top five at the country at the time. It mm-hmm. was, I think it was the highest-ranked team to ever visit, visit the Marriott Center at the time. I think you're um, right. They're, they're not there anymore, obviously. No. Gonzaga's done that a couple of times yeah. and, and whatever. But but it was so loaded. I I had a standing room only ticket okay. to this game. It was old student section rules, whatever. We don't need to get into it. Um, but I only had a standing room ticket. And so I literally watched the game from about six and a half feet deep in one of the stairwells. Okay. Um, we were all standing like shoulder to shoulder yeah. trying to just get a glimpse of this. It was absolutely insane. So I don't know if this quite tops that. Yeah. Maybe it does. Um, but it's 1A, 1B right there. That game was insane. I was at the very top of the student section that game myself. 
that packed, Wake Forest game. Packed in like a yeah, can was, of sardines. It was crazy. It was but crazy. the atmosphere of tonight's game was insane. I, the second shout t- out to the Rock. Yeah. The, can we can we say shout out to the Rock first before well, we yeah. really dive into our analysis? Well, the student section. You and I were here two hours before tip, and the Rock was full with yep. an hour and a half to go. Yep. Yep. They, they literally there. filled yeah. up. Um, I timed it. They literally filled up 118 minutes before tip off. So yeah, nearly two hours yeah. before tip yeah. off, they would filled yeah. the place up. They were only supposed to let people in two hours before the they, game. They did it early. They up. slid it about like a half hour, forty mm-hmm. minutes somewhere in there. I didn't get yeah. the exact time when they started letting kids. I in. saw them start walking as I was walking into the arena. Yeah. So they they were there. They were loud. They were having the time of their life. But credit to the rest of the BYU fans that showed up for this game because this yeah, a atmosphere. Lot of students. Yeah, a lot of students. <laughs> just in terms, just the general yeah, the public. Forty-year-old students at hard. And yeah. 50-year-old students and uh, our good mutual friend Pooh's case. Shout yeah. out to Pooh. Yeah, uh, Adrian. Yeah, he was here. Adrian's listening to us. Let's, let's put it this way. There was a there was a, a fever pitch about this game that I have not seen, Ooh, Sean, work. since the 2011 game against San Diego State here. And, of course, that game ended oh, up yeah. with a picture that will forever live on with Jimmer Fredette being just – uh, it was essentially like a king looking out over his subjects. It felt like that picture. <laughs> and tonight, court storm after BYU upsets Gonzaga. And it was every bit the college basketball game that I think any BYU fan or us as the media could have hoped for because it was a great game. Yeah. I didn't quite feel like somebody was going to break a leg in this court storm like I did when BYU beat San Diego State fair, in fair. January senior year. Yeah. Uh, but it was close. It was really close. Um, I did send our mutual friend and colleague, uh, Norma Gonzalez from the Salt Lake mm-hmm. Tribune. I did send her a text because uh, she was on the far, far end of the with the real media people. Oh, yeah. um, I did send her a text and say, and uh, I said something like, best wishes, hope you get out of this alive, um, kind of in jest. <laughs> so there was a little bit there, but... Yeah. But not quite as bad as that San Diego State Court Storm. But it was it was a fantastic. It game. was on fire almost yeah. as much as Jake Toulson was on fire. That's what yeah. Let's go with Jake Toulson here because BYU seniors. Speaking of Jake Toulson, T.J. Hawes, Yuli Childs, they led the way for BYU. Oh, Nixon, he played. Yeah, he. Dalton Nixon played on senior night. He cruised out seconds. there. Yeah, I was going to say how many seconds? Eight seconds, yeah. fourteen seconds, maybe officially on the uh, game. Almost took Eight. a charge. <laughs> almost took a turnover to finish yeah. the game out with yeah. a bum ankle, but. Fun senior night for Trying all to of take these players. Charge. Yeah, it was a fun senior night, no doubt, for all of these players. They kind of get the dream senior night that they could have hoped for. An upset over the number two team in the country. They Evan s- Troy gets yeah, on the Troy. court on his senior yeah. night against the number two team in the nation. Yeah, they're Taylor, Shout out to Evan. Isn't Taylor Mon a senior too? Uh, Taylor Mon, yep, yeah, 14 so, seconds in so, there. Taylor Mon, Evan Troy, low yeah. key. Uh, best dressers on the team. Yes, absolutely. The pregame dress off between those two. Well, if you haven't seen, amazing. if you haven't seen the social media feeds yeah. that happen, shout out to our friends at the Daily Universe. Yeah, they do a for, good job for with starting that. that. And yeah. yes, I'm giving the DU credit, not BYU athletics. Good, good. Stealing that idea. Yeah. So Student media. I, I I just feel like this game in general just was a fun game all the way around. BYU seniors would not allow that this this team to lose. And the best part about it was, Sean, is yeah, at the end of the game, Mark Few had waved the white flag with about 20 seconds. to to go and it allowed Mark Pope to bring his seniors who had led the way in this win, bring them out of the game, get that uh, standing ovation for them. But conversely, also get guys like Taylor Mon, Evan Troy, an opportunity to step onto the court on their senior night that might otherwise have never happened. Yeah, here's here's the moment that I think really defined this game. Okay, um, Gonzaga led a couple times in the first half. BYU came back. Uh, BYU goes up at halftime. 
and then Jake Toulson just starts going unconscious, hitting from everywhere, uh, literally hitting a shot from uh, the same spot on the Marriott Center court where Jimmer Fredette beat TCU his senior yes. year. I'll have video of that shortly. Um, I'll, I'll link it out. I'll send it to you. We, okay. we can figure it out. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Jake Toulson's going unconscious. You think, okay, BYU can't miss. Mm-hmm. You know, they're hitting all their shots. They're doing everything that they need to do to pull out this monumental upset against Gonzaga. Gonzaga is so good. Yes. You've got to limit them, and you've got to play perfectly um, in order to beat them. And BYU is playing just perfectly, yeah. offensively, defensively. Zach Selyus was crashing the glass, everything. Um, but you're waiting around for that Gonzaga run. There's always a pending Gonzaga run. We mm-hmm. thought they were going to lose to USF on Thursday. They didn't quite. They ended up covering. Good, yeah. good teams win, great teams cover. Yeah. Um, you knew that run was coming in. I'm thinking, okay, here's the run. Um, 7.52 left. Uh, freshman. Uh, uh, I, I can't pronounce his name. I'm going to butcher his name, so I apologize. He's a freshman. But Drew Timmy. Yeah. Timmy? Tim? Timmy? Timmy. Uh, Drew Timmy goes in, kind of carves around inside for a nice little layup. And one. I think he missed the free he throw. He did miss the free throw, If yeah. I remember. But it was an and one play, mm-hmm. so he draws a foul um, on Toulson, in fact. Correct. Cuts the lead to 70-68. to 68. It was 7.52 to play. I'm going, okay, here's the run. All of us thought this. Shit. Here's where Gonzaga's coming back. Mm-hmm. Here is where... Um, they take the lead. Here's, here's where, yeah, here's where they come back, take the lead, and and wrap up the WCC title and all of that good stuff, whatever. Uh, no, they didn't make a field goal for over a minute. Yeah. And be, <laughs> they yeah. they didn't make two field goals. Hold on, I'm counting down the play by play. Let me flip the page here. That's how long this is. This is thrilling radio. Uh, they didn't make their second field goal. Until, wait, nope, that was blocked. Uh, miss, miss, <laughs> miss. Uh, one fifty-four yeah. left in the game. There was a BYU went on an eighteen to ten run mm-hmm. after Gonzaga cut it to two. Yep. Yeah. Um, most of those points came from the free throw line. They did, by the way. It became, it became a free throw shooting yeah. contest. There's no doubt about that. But you're right. That that moment right there. You could, you, you almost, it's, and you can't necessarily. It's not palpable that feeling, but you can, you can tell when a team is, just refuses. Yeah, you f- you felt like that was the moment that yeah. Gonzaga was going to be Gonzaga again, and but, and they had everything yeah. in front of them. I yeah. mean, the number one, the the no, the number one uh, team in the AP poll was in front of them. Yeah. You know, Baylor loses, San Diego yeah. State loses, so they can't catch them. They can, Kansas is over here going, "What's going to happen? What's going to happen?" They can see that number one ranking. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's right there, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it isn't. Yeah. Gonzaga does not lead yeah. in the second half. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just amazing. Like, I've yeah. never seen a team get right up to the brink of, mm-hmm. of falling apart and then just stopping, yep. just immediately stopping, turning it around. Well, and it's a credit to BYU. I think Zach Selius in that stretch that you're talking about here, that four to five minute stretch of this game, that was a critical, critical stretch. He might have been the best player Stash. on the court during that during that portion because he was getting critical rebounds, hitting critical free throws, hit a big uh, hook shot in the in the in the paint that helped BYU reestablish their lead and get some breathing room. This BYU team, Sean, tonight would not be denied. They they just would not. They were like, it's senior night. We are not losing this game. And credit to them because Gonzaga, we have seen all year long. Teams have gotten them down, and all of a sudden they just land a knockout punch. And BYU never let them do that. 
Yeah, I mean, so much credit is going to go to Yoli Childs, and, and Yoli is one of my favorite people, yeah. just human beings, mm-hmm. all time in BYU history, let alone basketball players. Um, so much credit is going to go to him. 28 and 10, three assists. He absolutely deserves anything you guys yes. are going to throw at him. But this was such a team mm-hmm. effort. Uh, what, what were we talking about there on the sideline as we're watching there early in the – no, it was – so it was about midway through the second half after Toulson's going unconscious. Uh Colby Lee hitting a three-pointer? Mm-hmm. Big Idaho now, all of a sudden, the big gemmer. Yes, yeah. I don't know where this is coming from, but he's got all kinds of confidence. I guess Colby Lee has the green light from well, Mark Pope now. He's got, he's got a three-point streak. He hit a three-pointer yeah. in the—what's the, in the, uh, the last game they played? I even forgot the opponent. Uh, Santa Clara. So he's got his three-point streak going now. Yeah, but this Zach Selyus, man. Yes. I mean, I'm going to channel my inner Mark Pope a little bit here because okay. this Zach Selyus, like watching this kid from his junior year at Bountiful when he— just camps out on the three-point line mm-hmm. and doesn't want to do anything but just bomb away, you know, attempting 18, 19, 20-something three-pointers per game to becoming a veritable power forward in the West Coast Conference yeah. for an NCAA tournament team. I'm Correct. saying it, BYU fans. This is an NCAA tournament team. The transformation that Zach Selyus has undergone mm-hmm. over the last couple of years it's more remarkable than that glorious, glorious Burt Reynolds that he's got living on his face right now. It, it, it's it, it's incredible. Like, yeah. just the changes that he's made yeah. from from what he was in high school to his freshman year, coming back from his mission, mm-hmm. just remolding his body, remolding his force, remolding his style of play, and just refusing to say, nah, you know, I think I'm going to stay at BYU. Yeah. Oh, what's that? I need to move to the three, coach? Okay, I'll do that. What? Oh, what's that? You need me to move to the four? Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. What's that? Yoli's hurt? You want me to play the five? Sure, let's go. Yeah. I mean, this kid, man. Like, he's been, this kid. He's the consummate program player. It's a, it's a phrase that Dave Rose likes to talk about, program guys that, who just come in and take Dave Rose front and center tonight. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's been at front and center so most of the season. See. But so he, he, he he's talking about these guys, program guys who are willing to do whatever it takes to win, and that's indicative of exactly what Zach Selyus has become come on this team and Sean I'm with you this team has punched their ticket to the big dance I they're mean, in they have one more regular season game next Saturday at Pepperdine they go in there and play an average game they should beat the waves I feel like even though Firestone Fieldhouse has been a tough place for them in the past but weird place to play man they've, they've weird things happen in Malibu they've punched their shit they've punched their ticket we're going to see them in the NCAA tournament yeah, now I, it's a matter of what what seed are they going to get I really feel like and I shared this with you a little bit off mic yeah um if I jinx BYU, I apologize, BYU fans, but I think they'll be happy in the tournament. Yeah. I really feel like BYU could lose out the rest of the way. You know, lose at yeah. Pepperdine, lose in that WCC semifinal. They're guaranteed to buy into the semifinals. Correct. Yeah. Remember, they, they locked, locked up out. a top three seed. Yeah. Um, they could lose both of those games and still make the NCAA tournament. Yeah. That's what the resume is right now with this one. But the way BYU's playing right now, they've got an eight-game winning streak. Don't count on it. And them sure. beating Gonzaga here, that's going to propel them. And this is a team that's going to go into the NCAA tournament as one of those quote-unquote dark horse teams that all these national experts are going to be picking. And there's no reason not to because they're a high-level high three-point shooting team, and they just get it done, plain and simple. All right, Sean, any parting shots for you as we wrap this up? Parting shots. Oh, boy. I mean, we haven't even touched on half of everything. Zach Selyus' defense on Killian Tilly yes. tonight. 
I totally left that out of my ode to Zach Selyus. I got to give a shout out to that, though. Yeah. I mean, we, we touched on Yoli. We touched on Jake Toulson, unconscious. Mm-hmm. Uh, TJ Haas, 16 points, 8 assists, 2 turnovers. Correct. This dude was in control. How many charges did he draw? He drew two early in the game. Yeah, there were at least two yeah. charges. I think I saw another one on the stretch. Yeah. Um, I think, let's see, our new stat sheet actually gives us how many fouls he drew. He drew three fouls so, tonight. Uh, I really love the moment in the, in the post game where TJ goes, yeah, you know, uh, we knew Dalton Nixon wasn't going to be able to play, so yeah. I kind of had to step in and do Dalton things. Yeah. There were a lot of guys doing Dalton things. And I, I, I told you this while we were waiting around two yeah. and a half hours before the game. This team is going to hurt without Dalton Nixon. Mm-hmm. Dalton Nixon is the kind of kid that they need yeah. um, to beat Gonzaga. They got like six versions of Dalton Nixon Correct. tonight. They all channeled their inner Dalton, and it was just—it was great to see. It really yeah. was. It was a fun game. We'll have more on this as we get ready for the Pepperdine game next week. We'll be talking with coaches and players. Sean, thanks again for taking the time to join us here on Locked On Cougars. We should do this again. Well, Maybe not at twelve thirty-two at night. But yeah, well, we should you do know. it again. We'll do it again soon. Yeah. Thanks again for joining us, y'all. It's been a blast to be with you guys. Reminder for you guys: you can find us on any podcast provider you listen to: uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google play just to name three or four of them make sure to subscribe rate and review leave us a favorable uh, thought on the show itself give us a five-star review especially on apple Podcasts. it really does help build the audience and of course we'll be back with you guys monday and with you every day throughout the next week next week as we get you ready for the ncaa tournament the west coast conference tournament and everything else going on with byu basketball and the rest of byu sports in general this has been a special postcast edition of locked on cougars we'll talk to you soon Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.